coming to theaters across the U.S. on March 20th and 21st, an epic film on Noah's Flood. This film unveils compelling evidence in support of the Bible, including what happened to the dinosaurs? Why do we find soft tissues and blood in their bones today? Why did God send the flood? What are the parallels between the days of Noah and the coming judgment? Mark your calendars for March 20th, 21st, and be prepared to experience the Genesis flood like never before. Get your tickets today at www.noahsflood.com. This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you in part by Caroline's Coffee Roasters, where they use their experience to promise consistency and quality in every cup. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. To go. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This is Fletch. And I'm Kendra. As veteran homeschooling parents, we discuss topics that tend to divide and distract Christian homeschoolers from each other and the gospel. On the Homeschooling IRL podcast, we promise to be honest, transparent, and witty as we uncover what it means to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. We want to welcome you to episode 55 of Homeschooling in Real Life. This is a Homeschooling in Real Life to-go episode. Beep, beep. That means we're quick <laughs> and fast. And man, this is the closest you've ever sat to me during an episode. Oh, it I can so reach cozy. out and touch you. Are you playing footsies with I am. Me? Hey, I've got a steaming hot cup of Caroline's coffee, and it's right in my cup right here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this for our listeners. Are you ready? Smells good. Dude, it's like 100 degrees today. I know. Coffee is great. My friend Byron, my good friend Byron. Yes. I'm coffee Byron. in the middle of the summer, great time to have a cup of coffee. When it's nice and warm outside, I will have coffee at any time of the day. I want to hear from our listeners on this. That sounds terrible to me. No, me come on. Drink. Coffee Nation, rise up. Let's oh. let Kendra know. Hey, we are sitting down for a quick episode of Homeschooling in Real Life. We have a lot of cool things coming up, right? We do. I'm heading out tomorrow for the Nietzsche. Niche. <laughs> Nichey. It's the. Do you really know what it is? <laughs> I have Terrible. a feeling you're going to get off the plane in Des Moines and be like, I'm here for the homeschool conference. I don't know how to pronounce it because nobody's ever said it to me. It's all email? Yeah. The whole thing? So. Right. But this is in how Des Moines. N I C H E. So niche. That's, that's the niche. Niche. With your French. Our, well, Des Moines. Des Moines? Des Moines? <laughs> Probably. We, we're actually kind of saturated in French this week because we put our 15-year-old on a plane on Monday to Paris. Right. We sent her out to Paris, and uh, she made it there safe and sound. I know. She texted you, Dad, this village is so cute, and these people are so cute, and this house is so cute, and I'm picturing hobbits. So my favorite thing is she went to Laval, France. Right. So that's the sister city of Modesto, California, where mm-hmm. we are near. And uh, she wrote to me the first time and said, I just love Larval. 
So, so <laughs> she loves larval. Mm. And I told mm. her, I said, you know what larval means? And then I used the hashtag, oh, Abby. Or maybe you did. I think you did. Yeah. Because that's our daughter. It's a so, staple around our house. <laughs> so we're, we're very French-like. But yeah, so you're going to Iowa this weekend. You're leaving me home with all eight Fletcher kids, minus the one that's in Paris, the one that's moved out. And that's six. The other one who's can you handle that? The other one who's two, got like a full time job, right? Two, and then the other one who will be working as right. well. Exactly. So I'm down so to what four? Four. That's like a normal family almost. <laughs> no, you're you're a spiritual family. Oh, is that four is like the spiritual? Christian. Okay. Yeah. Top. So uh, yeah, so you're heading to a homeschool con- not homeschool conference. Yeah. It's a homeschool mm-hmm. conference. Okay. It's the Iowa State Conference, apparently. Um, about a thousand people was what yeah. they tell me, and I'm going to be doing six sessions. So. And we've had a couple hurlers say they're going to go here. Like I know. Like I wouldn't think that you going to Iowa was going to bring out the hurlers. <laughs> but <laughs> apparently, Fletch, we have a contingency in Iowa. Yeah. So here, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. What state is directly east of Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> You know why we don't know this? Because we're from California. Um, okay, wait, 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 wait. East of Iowa. Well, which one's west? Illinois. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why are you asking okay. me? Um, so, anyhow. Actually, you know, this is a perfect time to mention that we are actually going to be using a geography curriculum this next year from Bright Ideas Press called North Star Geography. And the kids and I are going to be blogging through that. Um, and it'll be really cool. So one of the things, one of the projects we're going to be working on all year is them creating their own atlas. Oh, How cool. How cool is that, Very right? Cool. So then I'll know all what right. is east of Iowa. Okay, so we have other other things going on. We just got off the uh, Skype with uh, someone who reached out to us who, want us who wants to do one of our episodes on college. Mm-hmm. A young man, a uh, homeschool grad. He was homeschooled all the way through. And hurlers, listen to this. This guy, what, I'm getting the fist pump from Kendra. Yes. It's Illinois, people. Oh. It's Illinois. I'm sure everybody in and Iowa is like... a little bit of Wisconsin. Like, of course it's Illinois. Well, anybody probably in the... Is that considered the Midwest? Okay, yeah. so what's directly east of California? You're some asking people, me? Well, I'm saying some people maybe in Iowa don't know that, so... Here's a, here's a gimme. What's directly west of California? <laughs> well, it depends on we which talk about child it on every you ask, episode. because we've had a couple children who are like, you know what, if you, if you drive... Through San Francisco, where do you get to? Um, right. North of San Francisco. Ocean. <laughs> but the we've talked about this, the ocean, yeah. But um, we we spent some time. Listen to this, hurlers. This is a homeschool grad, um, college grad, graduate school grad, and mm-hmm. working on his PhD. But super knowledgeable um, young man. Well, young man, yeah, young man. Mm-hmm. And he wants to talk about the college process. So if you've been wondering more about sending your homeschool your homeschool kids to college. He's coming up. He'll be probably closer to the fall. And then he's also willing to talk about a homeschool curriculum for the high school years. So those of you that are deathly afraid of teaching through high school, we have a great resource and we really enjoy it. We spent about a half hour just kind of pre-interviewing him, making sure that he would kind of fit on our show. And, and really, you know what we do? We tell him how crazy we are. We, we tell all of our potential interviews, you know, this is who we are and let them decide. Yeah, you know, um, high school's scary. I remember when um, our oldest was going to be a freshman, and that summer had me absolutely freaked out. I yeah, thought, so, you know, it matters now. I have to keep records. I could potentially mess up his future. I did that anyway. But 
Yeah. You know, it's a scary thing. And then um, we have some great advertising that's coming in, and you're really going to like who's sponsoring our show. That comes up soon. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting the the cat out of the bag yet because we're, we're still working on some final details. Lipton? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Lipton. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't even drink Lipton. It's nasty. So um, we tonight's show, quick and, and painless, we're going to be talking about words. Words. And words. we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. But let's take a quick break and then we'll uh, get back and get started. It's Fletch here, and I know on this podcast we joke a lot about my love for coffee. Kendra likes to poke fun, but you know, for me, it's more than just a cup of coffee. It's everything that goes into it, from the bean you choose to the grind. I mean, you know, I love opening a bag and smelling fresh coffee beans, and I love grinding them to perfection. You know, for my favorite cups of coffee, it's not just throwing coffee grounds in hot water. I choose the perfect grind uh, for my press, and when I press that hot water uh, through my coffee, it's the perfect temperature, and it's steamed uh, just right. You know, for me, it's like a science experiment, and by the time that coffee hits my cup, I am so excited uh, to enjoy the glory of God in a hot cup of coffee. Do you know where that starts? That starts with really good coffee beans, and knowing where they're from. Uh, knowing where and how they are harvested and the people and the farmers behind it. It's knowing how to roast those beans and then knowing how to ship them the same day they're ordered so that people get very, very fresh coffee. That's what Caroline's Coffee Roasters does very well. When you go to carolinescoffee.com and order your hand-roasted coffee, it's hand-packaged the same day and sent out so that you can have the very freshest coffee in your cup. And here's where it gets really, really good. For our listeners, they've given us a code, H-I-R-L, that's HURL for our hurlers, and if you enter that at checkout, you get 10% off every order. Listen, folks, you no longer need to settle for over-roasted national coffee at your local supermarket. You can go online, you can order hand-roasted custom coffee sent directly to you so that you're enjoying fresh hot coffee in your cup. Caroline's Coffee Roasters. It's at carolinescoffee.com. Go tell them Fletch and Kendra sent you. All right, hurlers, we're back. And we're talking about words tonight, and Kenj, this comes from one of our listeners. And again, we've told you to call in, write in, because this is where we get a lot of our episodes. So this comes in from a listener in, uh, I think she's in Florida. East of Iowa. Hey, Fletch and Kendra, uh, this is Dianis. I am a mom of four. 
a 12, a 10, a 2, and a 7-month-old. I am currently going through a hard time uh, with my older ones as far as our attitudes and testing our limits go. And uh, (laughs) buttons are being pushed, and I'm having a hard time guarding my tongue. I was wondering if you guys could uh, do a show on this topic, as this is something that I'm trying to work on myself with the help and mercy of God and uh, with the help of scriptures. I constantly have to keep repenting for things that fly out of my mouth and I don't really want to say or mean. Um, I don't verbally abuse my children, don't get me wrong, but I'm sure there are nicer and better ways that I can say um, things and not sound so blunt. Um, I feel like a dictator at times and sometimes I end up not liking myself and condemning myself thinking that I could be a much better mom. It would be interesting to know what you guys have to say about that. Um, Thanks a lot for all the wonderful work you guys do. I look forward every Monday uh, to tune in. So I even listen to the more than once, like twice or more. Uh, It's so good. Well, God bless you guys. um, And thank you for keeping it real. So can we get real for a second, hon? Are you throwing me under the bus? I was going to, but I'm not going to. You threw yourself under the bus. I, I read did. this question yeah. to you, and you said, what did you say? I said, okay, well, first of all, this is where we might lose a few more listeners, but um, I have a tendency to use some very spicy words. Yes. But you said you don't even have control of this yet. Oh, no, I don't have control yeah. of this so yet. So you're like, how can I do a show on this? Spirit-controlled-wise, you know what? The Lord is so good to bring us around and to teach us and to hone us. We all have something we're struggling with and may struggle with our lifelong. Um, I was not given good tools. So I could, you know, I'm not blaming that. I'm just saying the tools that I was given um, and were modeled to me were of allowing a situation to get me to a stress point and then blowing up. Um, so that's one response verbally that I will have. Um, I'm pretty good at shaming my kids too, verbally. And then, um, some of those spicier words will will come out as well. Wow. You know, the hurlers, that's why we call this homeschooling in real life. My wife just said something that, uh, I, I reminds me back to a story. Can I share another story about you really quick? Cause I think this is real life stuff. I remember one time saying you should do a blog post. That's real. You should take photos around the house and say, this is my schoolroom. This is, you know, and I said, I'd be willing to take them first thing in the morning for you. And I remember you just ice staring me down. Like, <laughs> like not a I chance, don't want to show buddy. people. Right. A, and I remember this is all pre-homeschooling in real life. So to hear you say what you just said, mm. I hope is really eye-opening, ear-opening, heart-settling for a lot of homeschool moms that listen to this show. Not that homeschool dads don't struggle with this. I'm going to share a couple of my own little anecdotes. But I think for them to hear right there that you allow yourself to go to the point of exploding, Mm -hmm. that you shame your kids, Mm -hmm. and that you use spicier words, which is just such a milk toast way of saying what you really want to say. Um, you know, those, yeah, <laughs> right. But then we'd have to like, what do you, what do they do on iTunes if you, if there's profanity? No, you're not going to use it. Right. But, but there are times where you actually, as a mom, sometimes snap. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. to hear you say that verbally out loud 
is great. And I have, I hope that that's just released some of our listeners to say, okay, once again, I'm not in this boat alone. Also, I, I kind of giggled there, but this isn't, this isn't a laughing matter. Like we're not trying to make light. I'm not trying to make light of this. This is an actual area in which I struggle. Um, it's also an area in which I feel like there is a little bit of freedom. Um, that's a whole other episode, but to say, you know, there is a time and a place, the apostle Paul himself used spicy words to get a point across that we don't recognize necessarily as strong language. But if you go back and you read those texts in their original language, you realize, whoa, Paul was trying to get a point across here. Yeah, right. Um, And sometimes go clean your room has to be put across in a very strong way. But this is what I wanted to talk about really, because, you know, um, I beat myself up for this for years and like, God, why don't you just take this from me? Why don't you just take this from me? As I've gotten older, as I've been able to understand myself and my trigger points and everything swirling around me, I realized that, first of all, I'm an introvert personality who is bombarded constantly with people. So that's huge. And I understand that because we welcomed eight children into our lives, that um, I have to learn how to manage my personality and myself in my reality. Okay. So my reality is that I live with nine other people. Um, most of the, or, you know, until one moved out, <laughs> I live with eight other people. That's a lot of people. Um, and so I have to learn then how to say, how am I going to love those people well and still be able to be how God created me to be. Okay. So part of it is learning how to manage that. And so what I wanted to say to the, the woman who asked this question is, you know, I often blow up when I haven't dealt with the situation time after time after time. And about once a year, I'll realize that my kids are not listening to me or they're being sassy or just yesterday, just yesterday, I sat three, the three youngest down and I said, look, every time I tell you to do something, you either argue with me, that's your immediate response or you complain, oh, you know, it's like, oh, I have to do what? I don't want. So it happened right? like 10 minutes ago when we told Mighty Joe to go to bed. Yeah. Head thrown back. Right. Oh, oh exactly. And Mighty Joe is a different creature because he, he just kind of imitates what the kids above him do. And, and some of it's real. Some of it's like real upset. But other times it's he's just in this habit because he's watching the two above him and they are in this habit. So I just said to them, look. If I tell you to do something, or if I've given you a command, or if I've said something to you, hey, go get your jammies on, or it's time to clean up your breakfast, or whatever, and you immediately argue with me, it's five push-ups. Yeah, five push-ups. And there's not, I'm not going to say anything other than five push-ups. So to have, to learn to control my emotion, to learn to just say something unemotionally, not get wrapped up in it emotionally, not let my frustration get the better of me to learn to deal with something without using words um, is that's usually where the disconnect is for me. If I'm not getting in there and, and putting out a consequence or making something happen, does that make sense? Yeah. Otherwise I'm just, you know, harping, 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 harping. You can only harp for so long and before you explode (laughs) and that's what happens. So I take action, you know, whenever the Lord shows me, hello, Kendra, you're really not, 
doing anything about these situations. You're just sitting there harping on these. Then I'll make some action, whether that's um, work discipline, like, hey, you know what? You argued with your brother. Now you're going to go help him make his bed. You know, whatever whatever it yes, is you're going to yes, use. Yes. Mm-hmm. For me yesterday, it was five push-ups. And that that five push-ups thing is serves as a reminder to them. They're really in a habit of arguing with me. If, you know, if that's their immediate response, but I just, but da da da, you know, then that's become a, a habit for them that needs to be broken. And five push-ups is pretty painless way to remind them to stop and think about how they're responding to their mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen it. It's it's taking effect. It's already working better. So I would say the the flip side for this for me is. Um, I, I get into my own personal agenda so deep, even this, I mean, mm. some of the times I'll, I can get the snappiest is when I'm trying to do a recording for this dumb podcast. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's for, for yeah. you people listening, you know, I'm trying to record this and there's kids just, you know, wreaking havoc. And so sometimes I've had to realize that we put this off until late at night when we're not going to be disturbed. You know, we mm-hmm. don't, we don't have a studio down the road with soundproof walls. We're in an office right off the main front door of our house, right at the base of the stairs. That's like Grand Central Station. Yeah, it is. So, you know, hat tip to Paul Langley, our friend Paul, that uh, he's got eight kids and, you know, we we spent a lot of time kind of parenting alongside their family. Um, I remember him saying, you know, when you're doing chores on Saturday, don't have any expectations. Now, some of our listeners might be listening to this going, man, you guys sound so child-centered. No, that's not it at all. It's just my agenda is way down so that I can engage my kids and do some character training with them mm-hmm. um, because I can't split my time between two worlds. Second thing I want to say is this. We are both operating out of what we were trained in, right? Right, absolutely. We both had um, uh, dads that were maybe a little more quiet, Mm-hmm. And moms that were more vocal, loudly, and loudly, and so <laughs> you know maybe that's what we learned, mm-hmm. and we're repeating that. And there's some aspect of wanting to stop that. So yeah, and those are the tools I'm talking about. Yeah, so was, that doesn't mean that we don't. This is how you were showed to hit a nail. Right. So that's my that's hammer. Right. Exactly. That's what so I do. This I, is the hammer. This yeah. is how right. I. I don't. I was never shown anything else. Right. So is that all we're going to say on this topic? I don't have a lot else to say other than that, you know, of course, we are taught to be, we are shown um, in scripture to be self-controlled, to have mouths that, that build people up instead of tear them down. That is the goal. Right. That is the goal. That is the goal. But I guess what we wanted to do tonight was get on this podcast and tell you that we don't have... Every single answer, nothing is sewn up here. Uh, part mm-hmm. of what makes homeschooling in real life what it is, is that we're willing to be real in front of you and say, yeah, this is a struggle in our house. We we sometimes don't have control of our tongue. And unfortunately, when I say sometimes, I mean more often than not. But it's something we're aware of, just like you. And can we encourage one another in this? And can we be honest about it? That's, I guess, the real question. Can yeah. moms finally start saying, oh my goodness, this is what I'm like behind closed doors with mm-hmm. my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not this perfect picture that I put up, you know, and I'd say 10 years ago, what everybody put up on the blog world, yeah, you know, right. and then you, you find out that in real life. And you know, when, when someone was willing to be real with us about how they were, you know, raising their kids or schooling their kids or what life was really like in their marriage or in their parenting, 
Wasn't that suddenly releasing yeah, for us? Yeah, very freeing. Um, not in terms of license, but just freeing like, ugh, I can be fallible. Yeah. I don't have to pretend that I'm not. You know, um, our, our recent guest, Brant Hansen, who spoke to us about his book, Unoffendable, he has a really funny uh, blog post or two on um, the fact that we as Christians tend to talk about our sins in the past. Well, I used to, I struggled with, I used to struggle, well, you know, about 10 years ago, I struggled with, but it, we never talk about what we're struggling with right now. And I'm telling you that I don't have a hold of this. I, I've been parenting for 22 years, and I wish I could tell you that it, you know, 22 years later, I'm cured. That's in my past, but it's a daily struggle. Yeah. Wow. Great one. Great homeschooling in real life to go. Real, fresh, honest, and current. <laughs> Very current. <laughs> so we're not talking about the past. Nope. And we're not talking about friends of ours that have struggled with this, are we? No. That's the other Christian <laughs> trick. You know, our friends that used to struggle with Let me tell you us. a story about... Right. Nope. So, That's hurlers, we, uh, we are quick tonight, and I didn't even get to finish my cup of coffee during this podcast. That's how fast we were. Remember, we'd love to hear from you. Homeschooling in Real Life is on Facebook. You can get us facebook.com slash homeschooling IRL. You can get us at homeschool IRL on Twitter, as well as on Periscope. We've been uh, doing some live stuff. Maybe Kendra will live Periscope from Iowa or... I certainly will. From Des Moines. I think you should do the whole thing in French. Des Moines. And then I think you should, um, when you finally get what the name of this is, you know what you should do? You should live live uh, Periscope with hurlers. Oh my goodness, this is horrible. <laughs> um, you can reach out to us on email, info at homeschoolingirl.com. And uh, once again, we need to tell you to go check out our sponsors, Caroline's Coffee Roasters. Uh, order a bag of coffee, use the code HURL, H-I-R-L. Tell them Fletch and Kendra sent you. We uh, we sent a congratulatory bag of coffee out to our winner and she wrote back and said, I've been enjoying my coffee all weekend. Thank you so much. So oh, that's great. We have another hurler that that loves what we're doing here. Thank you so much for listening tonight and send us your questions and let us know what's going on. Kenj. Don't forget up next on homeschooling in real life, we'll be interviewing Angie Tolpin about the quiet fight between women. The homeschooling IRL podcast is a part of the ultimate homeschool radio network. Every show is written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information on this podcast or to contact your hosts, please visit us on our website and blog at homeschoolingirl.com.